coming up on Just Elders Podcast. That's what women, that's all women are bilingual. They speak English and memes. Right. <laughs> Let that brother get himself together and treat you like the woman he wants to treat you like. Because if not, you'll be right here screaming out broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. Mm. Niggas know that. Y'all didn't know that. Mm. <laughs> Y'all the one giving it up. You know what I'm saying? But your daddy got to teach you that, you know? I want this is the important thing I really want to say. Fashion is expensive. I'm almost a hundred thousand dollars in and nobody ever heard of me. Shit. Damn! Damn! Listen. I know you asked me a question about where is this all going. The reason why I pointed out where I'm at now is because that's where I'm at now, but I'm hoping to be a, a, a Ralph Lauren. I'm hoping to be a Tom Ford when, you know, so that you as a man, uh, you know, a mature man have a brand who, who represents you. I sold a lot of apps to fund my brand. And it like, I want to tell brothers who do and who want to do anything. There is something you know how to do that will pay for the thing you want to do. You know, I don't got got a few things. I don't got pun title pun. Look at me before. Oh shit! Well, <laughs> in the end, I got they ass. Ah. You know? <laughs> dang, dang, dang. I, I, oh, shit, I, I, I am so package, cute. Baby. And gym challenge coming up. You know what I'm saying? But where we gotta grow as black men, we gotta begin to give you all a love, not only that you feel, but a love that you can see. Ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. Y'all vibe with me. Throwback shit. Let's go. If they dream in the sun while they spinning, they feel hey, my truck. Where the sisters at? And if they came in the sack, no strings, no seeds in the back. Niggas don't know, I'd be on my RB vibe. Like it shine like hey. But oh, 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 I forgot to be a We're gonna do it just like this. What's up, family? It's your boy Elder. You tune into the Just Elder podcast, the greatest podcast to ever get the airwaves. Super excited. I'm about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say that every time and I mean it every single time. Turn it back up. My favorite part coming on. Hey. Hey. Y'all remember when this thing came out? Hey. Y'all seen that meme? What happened? Like, what happened when you put that woman first? <laughs> and they had him looking real bad. Already. It's not the purpose. So why are we here? You know what? Let's get right into the purpose. <laughs> first of all, thank you for the first time listeners. Thank you for everybody listening to last week's episode. We really appreciate all the love, support. Um, thank you for everybody that tuned in to our newest podcast, um, Where the Party At, hosted by Saba Long. We are super excited. She got episodes. She got an exclusive interview with all the mayoral candidates releasing all week. So make sure y'all keep watching, keep sharing, keep supporting. Thank you. 
Um, let me just bring my guest on and get this started. We've actually, this is the second time we did this interview. First time we were testing a, uh, episode at an old location of the podcast. First time he didn't have all this product that he got now. <laughs> like, tank, my nigga, tank, he had tank. product, but my nigga is ready now. <laughs> like, we're ready, ready. Um, so today's episode is befitting for this brother to be here. So without further ado, give a round of applause to my brother, my friend, uh, a, a mentor, somebody I look up to, somebody that is a great soundboard to all that we're doing. Give it up for Sean, the CEO founder of In Service of the Queen. What's up, baby? What's cracking? You know why I like Sean? Sean is actually a podcast listener. He fucks with the pod. Absolutely. I know all the dirt. I I got the both sides of the equation. This is true. This is true. Because I be talking to him before before I had the episodes. Yep. So, uh, I mean, you see it, Sean, like, based off... Since last time you came, what you've seen the growth in this? So, like, what's the difference? What have you seen as a listener? So, again, it's not a difference. It's just more further proof of the consistency, mm. the enrichment of the formula. You know, like, you don't get to the level of episodes that you got into without a certain commitment. And to be so far, much further than that and to watch you go from, I don't know, 10 episodes to now. It's just, you know. It's 117? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that man flowers. I mean, there's a lot of niggas who want a podcast, but they ain't ready for the work. This is true. There's a lot of people that do want to podcast. <laughs> Hold on, bro. You said this is 117. What happened to episode 116? <laughs> For those that know this, we do know how to count. <laughs> it keeps crazy. He is dumb. He does know how to count, but if you want to watch 116, it is behind the paywall on Patreon. So, that shout out to episode. <laughs> really great episode. We gave our conversation of Dave Chappelle, everything that he got going over there. Um, and I will let y'all know Patreon is unedited. Sometimes you hear like the little glitch edit and you hear it say, and we're back. Patreon, we give it to him raw. Because if you're willing to pay for it, we're willing to give it to you the way you deserve it. Yep. So, yeah, go uh, subscribe, patreon.com slash Media, and you will see all of our shows on there. You can subscribe just to the Just Elders podcast or any other podcast, or you can subscribe to all of them. You decide. Bless me. Bless me. So, Sean, man, we about to get into it. Um. You know, I want to add one thing to what I said about what I noticed. Same team. You know, so many times you see niggas mm. and you see, you see in one minute, they were so many niggas. Yeah, same team. Mm. Like that, like that, yeah, like sorry. that. Yeah, I like that add on that, man. You know, and you know what? I can say uh, my team is different. They different, bro. My team... Like straight up, turn me up real fast. Just, just yeah. Stay down with my day one niggas, and we in the club screaming, no new friends, no new friends, Unless you know how to animate, then you can be a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking for an animator. We're looking for a new animator, friend. <laughs> so, so, that can draw. If, if you know how to animate, we want to be your friend. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. 
So, uh, speaking of new man, you got a new pro. We're gonna get into all of this, but I just want you to. I want to start out giving you your flowers because what people don't know, Sean is a, a highly respected developer, software developer in the city of Atlanta. When it comes to black software developers, it's not a large pool of people that really know how to get take an app from A to Z. It's not many. I would definitely argue Sean is top ten, top five, like. He could be in there. Top that. five, get him alive. <laughs> Come God on. will wind me. And, and that nigga from oh! up top. So, you know. Um, so, he went from doing that to, I remember when he was just like, yo, you know, working on a clothing line. And, you know, people say that. Like, shout out to my boy, Shirai. He killing it. God is dope is killing it. But God is dope. He just started branching off to shoes and different things. But it started out with a t-shirt. And that's how most niggas start. Yep. When they say they want to start a pair, they do their t-shirt design. That's it. Not my boy, Sean. Nope. Sean, t-shirts, fitteds, bags, duffel bags, letterman coats, sneakers, nigga. This ain't this ain't no light design. You know what I'm saying? So I just respect the creativity. I respect the manifestation. I respect that. You talk about us. I respect the uh execution. So talk to people about it before we get into the conversation. What is this brand, the inspiration? And you can just give us it's your it's your flow right now. So in the service of the queen is the name of the brand. And it is a celebration of um, men who celebrate the queens in their lives. Take care. They put family. that woman first. Put that woman first. Put you red like a big bitch. You know, and it's <laughs> oh, just, you know. And we're back. And it means a lot of different things, right? You know, it, it's I'm black, you black, your mama black, your, your cousin's black. So a lot of the information inspiration is around how to love the black woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, but certainly it's not just a black story. I mean, all men know that the true secret is that we're born into service. You know, you can't look at your mother, your daughter, your cousin, your sister, and not understand that you got two choices. You're right. going to run to it or you're going to run from it. Right. And the people who run f- to it is that's my customer. So what made you, I mean, Cause I love it. It's a, it's a very needed mission. It's a big mission. Um, but why apparel? Why a clothing line? Like most people would start a nonprofit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Most people would start a group, uh, group chat, uh, Instagram page. Yep. Yep. Why all of this? Because you do what you love. And I love, I, you know, you, you know me for technology. A lot of people know me from technology and it's a very interesting dichotomy. But if you knew me then, you would know that I was I was always enamored by fashion, and I've had a couple of trying to get a run going, you know. And this is my time, mm. so I looked at this was a love story. I loved a woman so much that I questioned how I lived my life, and I started spiraling these ideas, and I started thinking about the bigger concept, and I said, "Well, what would that look like in apparel?" And that's how I got here. Okay. Dang, dang, dang. You love the woman that deep. That's that's deep love, bro. Can we talk about that? Oh yeah, it's a fucking 
train wreck, but the love, the thing that I learned about myself, like, you know, I, I guess it's just like every other good hero story. You're going to love through pain. Mm. You like, I needed to, you know, a friend of mine asked me a question. He was like, you really love this? Movie? And I said, yeah, I love it. He said, how much you love it? He said, I said, 10. Said, you know what a 10? Is? I said, 11. He said, you know what 11 is? He said, you outside her house. The folks is coming to get you. They got restraining orders and you still <laughs> out there. And when he said it like that, I was like, maybe I don't love it. <laughs> but the idea was like, nope. how much do you really love the people you say you love? And what are you willing to do about it? So this goes into, um, you're a father as well. Absolutely. So talk about that love as a father. You got a daughter too, right? I have two daughters. Nice. Okay. Any yeah. sons? No, nah, no sons. All right. So boom. So talk about that. And we got girl dads in the building too. Yeah. Girl dads stand up. I, I think it's actually a great, like, it's another great story. You know, you love your daughters. You watch them become women. It becomes a fucking horror show. How old, how old are your so you give them some perspective? How old are your daughters? My daughters are twenty six and twenty nine. So Whew. I got to see. Can y'all imagine y'all daughters are twenty six and twenty nine, bro? Man, I Not was just close. talking about that the other day. <laughs> enjoy it while you can, brothers. Young Man. brothers, enjoy your young daughters yeah. while you can. Twenty six, twenty. You're a That's like twenty five years. Yeah. For me, that'd be twenty five years yeah. now. I have no. Clue. That's about like fifteen years for me. Right, right. You're getting close. Now, yeah. yeah. I already kind of feel a little bit like it's. I know it's coming. What? And let me just clarify. When I say it's a horror show, you ever watch a horror movie? Mm-hmm. And you in it And you can't stop watching it But you know Fucked up shit is gonna happen mm-hmm. That's what it feels like It actually mm-hmm. feels like Watching a horror movie While strapped to a roller coaster Damn That's what like Damn. Raising daughters is like Damn That's uh But Well thanks Yeah <laughs> Man I got a lot to look forward to well, what, what, what's, what's the number one thing You would say that If you had to do it again Like the one thing You're like You know I should've did it this way Yeah that's my a good daughter. question Always this and this answers a lot of places in life in, in my life. More empathy, more love, mm-hmm. more patience. Mm-hmm. You know, and more and for myself, for my children, for my ex wife, like everything. Do me a favor, watch that. I know it's oh. a little close, like okay. When you hit it, it I can hear it vibrate. Okay. So I go. Um that goes right into what I want to ask you about. So you said more empathy empathy, more love. Mm-hmm. Your shirt it says if you love her, invest in her. Yep. Talk to me about that. <laughs> So you know where I'm from. That sounds like tricking. God. So you made Damn. you made a really good point, and a, and a shouts out to um, Sherrod and they do some crazy stuff. Yeah. When you look, you know, when you look at forget about the t-shirts and stuff like that. When you look at how they work, the work ethic, and just you know the commitment to the numbers. You know, I know you can relate. Right. I never wanted to do a t-shirt, like. Because I just saw so many people slap their brand on a t-shirt and think they have a clothing brand. And to me, no no disrespect to anybody else. It's disrespectful, bro. Like, this ain't this ain't light work. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. just print my name on a t-shirt and walk around saying I got a clothing brand. And I purposely did it the back backwards. But, you know, I was driving and this thought came to my head. And it literally just played out. And I'm a, this, the t-shirt is not the full saying. I was coached out of saying the full saying, but I'm going to share it with you. <laughs> I had this thought. I was like, if you love her, then you're going to invest in her. Like my current, my current girlfriend, like she, like I invest in everything she's interested in. 
that's the extent of my love for her. And what the, the fool saying is, if you love her, invest in her, teach her to invest in herself. Of course. I know a woman taught you how to do that. Yes. I was about to say. Right. Let's <laughs> to the last part. Yeah. Teach. It's nigga, society. teach. teach. <laughs> you know, society. We can't teach them. <laughs> you trying to teach me, nigga? Exactly. Yeah, nah, it's but the, but the, um, I only listen to my employers. You know, the, the <laughs> white man. Yeah, we back. Yeah. Hey, but, uh, sorry. Please hold that thought. Yep. I just want to let you all know I work with a lot of organizations and I believe in a lot of organizations, but the thoughts and opinions of this episode reflect me and myself only. Thank you. That's growth right there. You saw that? That's growth. <laughs> New drop. <laughs> New drop. <laughs> On the beginning of every. <laughs> yeah. All right, go. It, you know, it's funny because it's okay to teach a woman stuff. It's not okay to talk about. Mm. Full stop. Come on, mm. man! It just went over some forehead. Huh? Mm. What? Wait, and you can't like. It's one of those situations where like, it just has to be unspoken. Yeah, and and, like, and, so, and some of the best type of lessons are so. I from that point of view, absolutely. Get the Mister Miyagi. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wax on, wax off, and they get to the fight. Like, oh, oh, this what he, oh, this what he meant. My daughters, <laughs> yeah, your, you your daughters. Do. How many times? It's, it's like oh, throw down that pot. Oh yeah, pick it up. Right, right, right. <laughs> Clean that pot. Dirty it up. <laughs> nah, that's necessary though. Damn it, man. All right, I'm sorry. It's, I have a problem, and we're back. <laughs> clearly, clearly, <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> Goofy dude. Now I, now I get it. <laughs> now I get it too. All right, so uh Country Wayne, it just came out. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm play the clip. I'm gonna play the clip, and I want to get your opinion on this as we start talking about like us as men protecting, serving, and loving our women. So let me see what you think about this. Can I ask you a life question? Oh yeah, ask me anything, Angela. Oh. Okay, so when it comes to your children's mothers, right? Because mm-hmm. you take care of things. What is it okay for them to date? Yeah, they can other date. Guys? Let me take this off because you can ask a hot question. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, my baby mama go get anybody want. Still gonna pay their bills. They can stay there. They don't happen before. Okay. Yeah, they they can talk to anybody, man. Cause I. I I can't be a Russell Wilson. Cause I be, um, sometimes when I watch your sketches, I was like, cause I love watching you online. Cause it uh-huh. is like watching TV already. Mm-hmm. But I be looking like there's a little bit of truth in some of this, oh, right? Yeah. Cause there's a lot of like the little jealous things. Yeah. Baby mama <laughs> get jealous. They don't get jealous of I'm talking about you getting jealous. Oh, me? No, 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 no. See, do you I, ever get a little jealous? Do I ever get a little jealous? Me, uh, it's hard for me to get jealous. To the point, you know, probably back in the day when I was young, but mm-hmm. we don't been through, I don't see my baby mamas with other guys, uh, after I don't left them, you know what I'm saying? So at this point, I want them to live their best life, cause I'm darn sure gonna live mine. Like, if they find a man or whatever, I pay their bills and everything, but they find some, but it's hard to find another Wayne though, you know what I'm saying? I know, it has to be intimidating for anybody they date too, to be like, well, this is my child's father, you yeah. know. You ain't gonna find a Wayne. And then you be doing songs where you be like, uh, that's my ex, but she still let me hit. Yo, yo, you ain't gonna find no one. <laughs> every, every ex I had, every, every ex I had, I never found another one. I treated them too good. For real? Yeah. So, <laughs> internet going crazy. You know, that's what internet do when that thing goes shave room. And all the women like, yo, 
That's what a real man do. On the other side, what happened when Country Wayne is your man? He paying for like he's spending money on all the other women. So as a man that's in service to the queen, what does that relationship look like with your uh, mother's child, especially when she's in another relationship? That's a good question. It's definitely a good question. Because we trying to get the manual book. And we know you ain't got all the answers, but you, you are trying. Like, I want to put that out. We're, we're not saying you got all the answers, but we also know you're trying to spark a movement yeah. of brothers who are leveling up in their treatment towards our sisters. So we got to look at it on all relationships. Well, first, the first part is just to have the conversation. Right. Like, that's what we need. That so many problems between our sisters and brothers is because we don't know how to talk to each other. And also setting some level of expectation amongst our brothers when it comes to our women. Right. So it's the, what do I think about it? I mean, intentionality, right? So I have two daughters, they're grown women and you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now and I'm taking care of my family and they, they grown, you know, taking care of my family's family, you know, and we don't, we don't got nothing to go on. We haven't, you know, it's not like that, but What's my intentions? My intention is to see my people do good, support them through tough times. And if that's my intention, what do I care about what somebody else is doing? Mm-hmm. That's the problem sometimes. We're looking so much, well, I ain't going to do this for you because somebody else is. Well, wait, what did you intend? Mm. I can dig that. It's kind of what we talked about last week a little bit. Like, if you had the intention to do something, just do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if it coming from a, a pure a pure space, right. but I also know, like, does that change depending on, like, if your daughters were, like, married? and Yeah, it does. Absolutely. It, it, and let me just say, this has nothing to do with just 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 paying people's bills. That's, that's, that's cap. First of all, and if it ain't, it's, it's exactly. not very smart, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I call Kappa why y'all think it ain't smart? I call capital with it. Just tricking off on the shouting or tricking off what? on your. Or just setting the wrong expectation for women going forth that men are just here to provide that, their needs. There you go. And that's a better way to say it than tricking yeah. off. But it's like, yo, using a man <laughs> as an ATM is never okay. And too many men okay and then too many women. Either the ATM, if the man is saying that he loves and support her, he just want to. Help her and her bills. We all know what it is. Yeah. Uh, that that money is a form of control. So if he's still paying for all the bills, he's trying to control. There's no there's no real man that's gonna be in a relationship with any of his baby mothers knowing that he's paying all the bills and it's not gonna be no conflict. And if she makes it a conflict, like oh well, he's gonna be paying, he's gonna be doing all this regardless. Right. It's, it's not gonna be it's not no real dude. Now he should get some guys to holler like he said. Right. They they tried before, but ain't no country Wayne. Yeah, because. Ain't, ain't nobody finna pay for all them bills and, and for five people. You know? Also, Man, I put, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, consistency. You can. How long can you do that? You know, consistency. Niggas like talking about it, but let's talk about it next year and the year after that. Because I ain't knocking child support. Yeah, take care of your kid. <clears throat> right. That's that's cool. But what but he, the woman is. Different. But what he's saying is, I mean, in taking care of your kid, the woman is a part of that. Like there, there is a sense of. She needs a well being. There's but an intersection. Like, yeah, but what he's saying is, I do everything. Yeah, I do everything. I'm still in the house. Uh, uh-uh, uh that you know the house. Only thing you worry about is your kid. Can you, you imagine know? dating one of his baby mamas? You chilling, with your girl getting ready to have dinner. Now it's a country range. Walk in because he got a key. 
He gonna yeah. pull a cutty. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's right up in the spot. That then what happens if you know when? Not if yeah exactly mm-hmm. when because it, it comes to that point. What happens when you know you might not have it all as a man and you coming up short? She had to come up with another part, but the other part is coming from yeah. a whole other. She it, call it, it's conflict. It's conflict. So to to his point, he's right. None of his baby mamas gonna find another country Wayne. None of his baby mothers are probably even gonna get another relationship because of that situation. And he's doing that on purpose, you know. So I. So what I don't knock is like, yeah, you know, I don't knock people for living their lives. Live your life how you live it. Cool, that's what he's doing. But it's cap on the point of I'm just taking care of it. Nah, you're not yeah. just you're not the it, government. I mean, you're not just giving out a welfare check. But I, I I reposted a post earlier that said something just like this. It's like a beta man, male would do just that. It control your life by saying I'm gonna pay for this, I'm gonna pay for that, I'm gonna make sure that all your bills are always taken care of. But in return, this is what you need to do for me. Anytime mm-hmm. I need it, I get it. Etc. Etc. But an alpha man, she, he gonna put her on, so he's gonna teach her the ways uh-uh. of, of putting yeah. it, putting. This is it, like that. Use, that use investment, the word, use the word teach. Look, <laughs> that investment doesn't have to be. Has monetary. to co-learn with her. That that investment doesn't have to be monetary. Like a lot of times, it isn't monetary. It's it's something that you can spark in her mind and be like, it's oh, that's behavior. how I can do this, and that's this how I can the, be better. This is the good part and the bad part because it's about modeling behavior right when you see or you hear like you that blows up this clip blows up right Mm -hmm. then impressionable young women i'm assuming mature women know the truth um young women start to oh well there's something wrong with our relationship if you're not taking care of all my Mm -hmm. expenses and you gotta the thing that we need to do money aside you with a woman and you're trying to build something a lot of times, we've already discussed it. I mean, you can't take a direct approach. You can't tell her what to do. But you can model behaviors. You can exhibit the changes and the things that you want in your relationship. Or you can and, and watch those things manifest. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes that's exhausting. It's like you can't take a direct path to some stuff. It's but, always exhausting. But um, you just said something. You said if the clip blo- that clip blows up. You know, they're gonna be women that feel like something's wrong with their relationship. Yep. Like, I feel like what is so hard when you start talking about relationships between men and women, mm-hmm. especially during these days, social media has affected that a lot. Yep. Like, the comparison game is absolutely crazy. Like, you're in, there are people that are in great situations winning, but it doesn't reflect the memes, the mm-hmm. pictures or the videos that are just, the influencers that you just taking in every day. Mm-hmm. So because we're talking about the brothers here, but we're talking about the brothers as they relate to the sisters. How do you feel like social media has affected us as men as it pertains to servicing the queen? That's a good question. Yeah. How does it, I feel like there's a lot more criticism of like what country Wayne said, like, Oh, you, 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 um, what do you call it? You, you said it earlier. You just tricking. You tricking. You know, that's not, you know. Mm-hmm. I really like what you said. Mm-hmm. I really like the respect. And this is something that just goes back to my point about empathy. Empathy for us. Like, that don't affect my pockets, bro. Do, do. That's your family unit. Manage it. Like, manage your family unit however you see fit. And I'm going to be over here. And when that influence come over here. It's my job to level set and set expectations, model behavior, and be consistent. 
to the level of my abilities. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I um I think so one of the biggest uh I think the internet also split men in half. Mm. It's two men out here now. There's Russells and then there's Futures. Mm. I'm and, a future. No. You never no. thought about this. It's not it's no. Nigga. So it's huh, what we're talking about is what the internet said. We're talking about what the internet said. I ain't, oh, I ain't okay. talking about what's out here. Okay. According to the internet, there's two men. Yeah, okay. There's Russell's and there's Futures. What people don't realize is we know Russell from social media. Mm-hmm. So people really think Russell's here ain't never got a no argument. He ain't never disappointed her. You don't think that Russell's ex-wife don't look at Russell as the fuck nigga Come on. that you got on and now you got with Sierra. You can always the find one. You know what I'm saying? Or like two it's, or a few. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 it's <laughs> you can always find yeah, a few, dog. Like, or three or so four. For however many, for however <laughs> many shouties that say you were the best man in the world, there's like one or two to say like, yo, this is the worst nigga I've ever met. But, but, and Russell came up because his ex-wife is white. Mm. So that's why he get a pass. I mean, of course he get a pass. Like he get a pass because she white. No, I mean that's why he, I like it. If he would have, exactly. <laughs> like, I ain't knocking it. Shit. If he would have, like, to do that. If he would have did the the Kanye, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Kanye got on. Got a white girl. Like you know what I'm saying? So if he would have did the Kanye, people would have been a little. Russell wouldn't have been the brand he is. Mm. But going just back to that, like how do as men. <clears throat> And then, and then I'm gonna ask you a question too, like, because you're leading a movement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're sparking a movement. You're sparking conversation. And you also giving us a jersey. Like, you can't, like, this is like wearing, like, that flag. You know what I'm saying? You can't flag, you can't wear that flag if you ain't really banging. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You yep. can't be wearing. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you my toughest outfit, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wore this, a uh, couple, what, what was this? I felt where I wore it to because my girl got me a Father's Day shirt that's like, you know, crossed out deadbeat, crossed it. It's like mm-hmm, a real father. Mm-hmm. And that's black and red. Mm-hmm. They got the black and red hats on my head. I'm like serving my queen mm-hmm. and taking care of the kid. Like it was just a, it's in a my superhero mind. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a little dope fit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like so, to that point, like a whole jersey. You know yeah, yeah. So you, you rocking a jersey. But mm-hmm. how do we, as men, how do we begin to show that, bruh, I have messed up or, I will mess up, but I'm still in service. Like, you know what I mean? Because it, a lot of stuff just get completely, that'd be my issue in a relationship. Like when you just 86, all of my behavior, like when they get mad, they'd be like, you ain't never did that. I'm right. like, that's the and, and not just relationships. Thing. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> it's society too. Right. Like everything. Like you, you're taking away, and we said the art and the man, you know what I'm saying? You're taking away everything. The society yeah. can't wait. To strip us from our individual characteristics and make us just break us down into these categories so that they can strip us away. And unfortunately, a lot of sisters do this. But the truth is, you a complex individual. I'm a complex individual. This is my intentionality. I could be my brand. You see so many brands. They got like just crazy. Listen, wherever you from, whatever you rep, that's cool. And that's what they brands represent. Like, I, like this didn't have to be this way. Like, this is intentionality. You know, I got to explain this shit to you. Like, if I just put weed or money on my, I don't got to say nothing. Right. So what's the, what's the balance of 
all right, boom, we need to respect women and what they want, you know what I'm saying, and what they believe in. But also we need to shift the narrative and raise the co- like, raise the expectation. So meaning that saying that to say, you know, there are sisters that love the futures or love the, you know what I'm saying, the music that is degrading of women. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we love. And we rocking this on the music side because mm-hmm. it's entertainment. But then in real life, we're complaining about, like, how do how do we do that as men? Like, we, we got a lot of narratives out there. So what is our role and responsibility in this? And, again, I'm asking, like, I want also, because I want my listeners to know, Sean in no way is saying that he's an uh, expert, expert. Exactly. or Thank relation. You. This is just real men having a conversation mm-hmm. with a brother that is encouraging this conversation. So I just want to put that out there. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Cause I'm asking this question like, uh, Derek Jackson. <laughs> he didn't do Kevin Samuels. <laughs> you know I was going there. He didn't do Kevin Samuels. Um, I feel like it's an acknowledgement that there are a lot of conversations that need to be had. You know, one, my brand is a celebration of women. But it's really for men. I mean, of course, women buy men's clothes. So essentially, I'm saying women are my customer. But it's a celebration of men that take care of their business. So I'm talking to you, brother. Mm -hmm. And we're having conversations, open conversations about intentionality. I, I, I keep coming back to that. You know, you don't have to be perfect. I'm not perfect. Like, you know, but you could get to a point where you could love that woman perfectly. So if you had to come up with the characteristics of ISOQ, like what are the characteristics of an ISOQ man? I love I love the question. So I have a, you know, when you make a brand, you have the top line, right? Yeah. And it's in the service of the queen, right? It's on everything. But I also have something called the mission. And the mission, ta- it's just words. Like I have a print, like, you know, I have a backpack and a sweater. And it's love, nurture, lead, teach. And these are just some, some words. He said teach. He said teach. Change that to co-learn. You know, but I have the saying, this tagline, words have power. Right. And I want you to break down all those words, what you mean by those. So you said love. Love, you know, you know, it's okay to love a woman. It's okay to love. Oh, this nigga in love. Yeah. This nigga in love. And also, don't more, call it no bitch. Yeah, you know, all more like more maturely, it's okay to love someone who's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder that. Yeah. You know, like I think that we have <laughs> because, like, you know, like, cause you know, and again, let's talk about the perception brothers have of what a uh, unperfect woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times it has to do with reputation or behavior or let's just be real, mm-hmm. sexual activity. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of eggshells in this studio today. <laughs> a lot of eggs. Um, so break that down. We say it's okay to love an imperfect woman for the brother. Cause I, we, I think we, I think we romanticize love mm. and we we choose characteristics that don't fit the narrative that we actually live. Mm. And 
when you live like that, it's really, it's, you know, you talked a little bit about Instagram and the, the, the influences, the influences. You can hold it and it'll stop. What's that? No, stop, stop. Okay. The influences that we're bombarded with and it affects our love life. It affects every, every part of it. She don't have to be perfect. She going to have problems and your job is to love him, love her through that. And I'm not saying this is going to be for every relationship because there are things you should probably like let her work out on her own sometimes. Yeah. But. And I think that'd be the hard thing about preaching that message. Like love people through stuff. Like I'd be wanting to let them know like when is the time to like, nah, bro, this ain't, this ain't working. But that's the other part of the love equation. Loving yourself to to the point where you mm. feel comfortable. It's a simultaneous thing. Yeah. And I, and I think that that is such a, you can love someone and be like, you know what? I love you. This ain't working for me because what I need and what, and I don't think as black men, we're comfortable saying what we're uncomfortable with. But I just had a whole pile on this, bro. Like I am, you like, know, we, we perfectly good being like responding with aggression. We not as good as like, Hey, you know what? I didn't really like what you had to say. Mm. I'm going to push back, though. Okay. I'm going to push back because is it we respond with aggression mm-hmm. or do we try to say it calm first? Oh, and aggression absolutely, is what is received. You know, like, I mean, that's listen, we can go into this whole conversation okay. about aggression. But women can say the same train. thing, though. It's intense. I, I know it's, women that say the same thing. Like, well, you only respond to me when I act crazy. Right. Again. But that's because I like you because you're crazy. <laughs> modeling behavior. <laughs> How you love me? Behavior, like you, you know, when you first get a relationship and you young, you model behavior that don't match your mature relationship. But you mm. never have a conversation about growth. You never have a conversation that opens the door to. That's who we were as a couple. This is who we are. Mm. All right, boom. Let's look at the love woman. Nurture, nurture. You know, they listen. Black women, they need your nurture, like. I, I don't know another way to say it. Like I'm, you know, I have a tech background. You want to see unloved people? Look at black women in tech. They are mm. unprotected. Uh, I mean, we, this whole concept of unprotected black women, we can just be all day. But I, I'm a tech person, and you just see so many women, particularly black women, need to be loved and nurtured as much as you can, as much as you got. Mm. I give it to you. Third. I feel like we should have a whole support group for black tech women. Like. <laughs> right. I know, right? Yeah, listen, man. Third word. Um, teach. Well, lead. Lead. Yeah. How could, you know. Yeah, these last two words, love. You know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I've seen a lot of these. Uh, tic- I'm, oh, my God. TikTok t- is ruining my life. TikTok is ruining my life, bro. <laughs> I'm thinking sure. ruining everybody. Like, that's and, why I don't. And one of the, from. one of the, uh, me, like, the TikToks is like, if you could tell me what to do, tell me what the you you can tell me what to do, which is the stupidest shit ever. But um, it's okay. Oh, yeah. If you can tell me what to do, then tell me what to yeah. do. But if you can't tell me what to do, yeah. then don't tell me what to do. I think Jill Scott said it. I think Jill Scott said it, said it first. first. I love Jill. Shout out, shout out, young yeah, people. We talked about that last time. I love Jill. Jill, call me. Um, but um, it's okay to lead. Sometimes you lead. Brother, right here is a great example. You lead and people, nobody's following you, but you lead. Yeah, damn. People... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. 
listen, 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 listen. Damn, he he cut me right at the point. Let me get to it. Let me let me let him regroup. Start from the top. Leaders are leading from day one, and then they find their audience. Or you like you okay. will find the people who follow you. you didn't yeah, good recovery, good recovery. <laughs> you love That's Listen, I, what what I'm trying to That's say is, you, you were the leader that you were long before people started following. Right, I need that. And in your home, mm-hmm. you are that person. And I think like it, it connects backwards to everything we're talking about. You not you don't have to be perfect to be leader. Like, you don't have to make every Every leader doesn't make every decision perfectly. Mm-hmm. Just because you're not the greatest person on finance doesn't mean you're not the person to protect the house. Hit that sub clap. All right, so boom. Love, nurture, lead, lead teach. Break it down. <laughs> so, you know, I'm so... From my tech career, I'm an instructor. I've, you know, I've been fortunate enough to teach a lot of people how to code, hundreds of people how to code, maybe thousands. And what I find is that it's really important to be willing to to teach others. You know, teach them how to love you, teach them how to love themselves, teach them, you know, how things work. I think there is a certain inherent uncomfortability, like because it almost oh you you you. You better than me. You know it. You know you 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 know you condescending. I you, you get that word a lot. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, you know, there are things we need to teach our our partners, our children, our mothers. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're as black men, we are always teaching whether or not you want to recognize. I, I like I like what you said. Is is I got to teach you how to love me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And kind uh not kind uh Lil Wayne. The song teach me how to love. He was talking about it, but like, for real, for real. How often do men really take the time and teach their woman like this is how exactly how I want to be loved, like intentionally, not she did it wrong, and then y'all had to have a conversation about how you like it. Yeah. But coming in the gate, this how you got to love me. Who do that? I mean, you supposed to do that, but. You know, to some point though, you do love yourself. You can't tell somebody how to love you if you don't know how to love yourself. Or at least if you're comfortable enough to ask yourself a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what's the self process of becoming an ISOQ man? I'm a brand there. You keep saying it. Yeah, I'm an ISOQ man. So, I mean, again, it's not really a process. It's more like an observation. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you. Yeah, I know on the surface, you know, all the bullshit, but I know who you are. I know that you are one, right. you know, because there ain't that many dudes out here who trying to move a whole, you know, generation forward. And I see a lot of, like, um, attributes that I attribute. You know, I don't want to be the moral. I, I, I'm not comfortable. Listen, if you know me, mm-hmm. you know I'm not comfortable being the moral or anything. But I can observe attributes that I want to emulate that I want to want my children to see, you know, I got daughters like these, you know, I want to teach these young niggas, so I don't have to shoot at these young Hey, we talked about that where off mic, I was just talking, telling you about Mr. Griffin, dated his mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. And I, I've said this, I feel like 
Mr. Griffin, I literally remember not wanting to break up with his daughter because of my relationship with him. Like I extended it Mm -hmm. because I had so much respect for him. And I didn't know how to tell him that I was breaking up with his daughter. So I've, I've been said that. I was like, man, if you're going, if your daughter's dating anyway, I feel like that's one young man, two young men you should uh, mentor in life is your son and the man that's dating your daughter. I want to add to that. Grab a young black man and mer- nurture him, mentor him, teach him. Cause mm-hmm. it's not enough of us doing that. And that's the problem. That's some of the problems we're seeing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think those uh, qualities are also one of those, uh, you're not going to see it. Like mm-hmm. earlier today, we kicked her on the porch. Your neighbor come from across the street. Oh, older yeah. lady, she's like, "Hey, I just need to ride to church." Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she could tell you was in service of the queen because if not, she, she wouldn't, wouldn't even she ask. Wouldn't ask. Yeah. She, she wouldn't have felt safe. She was, this, exactly. is, this is a whole conversation that even I'm starting. I, I, I still feel like I'm learning. Women often don't feel safe in a lot of contexts. Like I was, I was with a friend. And she was telling me how she picked up a friend and her uh her man or her husband or whatever. And they were all going, they had to go on a, not necessarily a trip, but they were driving away. So she needed to get oil for her car. Mm-hmm. Got the oil. He sat in the car mm-hmm. while she put it in. <laughs> well, well, first started with uh, tires. Mm-hmm. Getting air in the tire. He sat in the tire while she put air in the tire. That's crazy. So then, no one taught him better. They didn't do the next stop. She well, here's the thing. To that point, they got to the gas station, and she got oil. He sat in the car while she was putting the oil in. But a dude walked by and said, "Hey, you good?" And she said, "Yeah, I got it." And I told her, "That's where you messed up in my eyes, because you side eyeing this man for not being one, but you just ignored a man for trying to be one." Like what you should have did is let, and I get, no, don't get me wrong. If it was again, like you just said, the old, my neighbors who's, she's Miss, uh, outlaw. I think she's 79. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Look damn good for her age. Um, you're stupid. <laughs> and <we're back. laughs> Hey, yeah, and we're that, back. That, that did not take long. <laughs> we back, we back. So, uh, Miss Outlaw, she came and asked me, you wouldn't ask if you didn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? She didn't feel comfortable. So, no, but what I'm saying is, she just said no because she just so used to doing it on her own. But what happens is, if you would have- All her nigga crazy, he know you would have touched his oil while his nigga what in his it, car. Well, this ain't, well, it wasn't her, man. It was her friend, man. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he wild. Yeah. He, he should got the car. So, so what yeah. I'm saying is, if he would have, if she would have let this other dude do it, he would have felt more crazy. Cause now some random nigga putting this oil in while I'm sitting in the back. So then she was like, well, how you trying to flip this on me? I'm like, I ain't flipping on you. I'm just telling you, you had an opportunity to show a boy what a man does when a woman is in need. Model behavior. Model behavior. Mm-hmm. And then I literally randomly a meme popped up. I love when meme, relevant memes pop up because that's what women, that's all women are bilingual. They speak English and memes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> women are bilingual, bro. <laughs> so, I believe it. So, uh, a meme came up like some men are so used to their, uh, seeing their moms do everything. Yep. They think their women should too. 
Yeah. I mean, in, in that, but that also is a trickle down too because yeah. your mom shouldn't have did. What? You know what, what I'm saying? Mama be, you, you're right. You're right. Talk, yeah. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it. Mama's creating a man boy. Yeah. Listen, it's man that, babies. But that's not their fault either, really. That's because that was taught to them. That's how to take over the black family. That's how they did when slaves were first brought here. They they taught them to, you know, raise your raise your son to always be a, a bitch, basically. You know what I'm saying? And is a better way to kind of break that down. But it's just that's how you take over a black family is, you know, never let the men be men. I mean, and I think you just said it right there. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say that um, there's a difference of doing what you have to do, what is like a learned response to things, and taking the time to question why you're doing things. Mm. And I think that that's a real challenge, right? For us, for them, yeah, you know. And these are like when you talk about like what needs to change, you know. Um, there's a book that I read, and basically it was like question everything. And question everything about yourself, question everything about, you know, I think, why are you always asking me questions? Why are you always questioning things? Because I'm trying to understand. Like, I'm trying to understand how do we get here? How do we get out of here? You know, and particularly in relationships, if you want it to grow, you have to have some level of understanding of what you're working with. Yeah, I think I think that's a good thing to teach. Um, I know, like, me and my girl go through that a lot. Like, you know, I'll be trying to get her to see certain things, too, like. You know, that propaganda that be out here, mm-hmm. right? Like, we'll watch the news now, and now she'll point the shit out. She'll be like, damn, well, how how they say this is bad for you, but then on the next slide, literally the next slide, they say it was good. And I'm like, now you see what I'm saying? Like, don't get caught up in this you shit. Co-learned her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We co-learned it. Because, because, like, don't get... Yeah, co because, because the other part is that you see how our, our, most women are nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everybody really, this is the information age. Everybody's trying to learn. But when you see, especially women on like the spiritual journey, right? Or you'll hear, even hear Jada, we talked about last week, say stuff like, well, I, I need to learn how to love. Like there's clearly a yearning for uh, wanting to be taught something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we don't call it teaching. Maybe we call it co-learning. But at the end of the day, and back to what Mark was saying, it's about men being men. Yes. And I think everything you said about being in service to the queen is kind of like, Pillars of manhood. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about all the time about Black Man Lab. Like, yeah. a man has to have a plan. And, you know, he has to execute that plan. Yep. And if you got that, I mean, being in service into the queen, it goes kind of in line with that, you yep. know. But, you know, along the way, we talked about this too when, when uh, Ashley was here. Along the way, though, I think um, I, I think this is the absence of the father's period. It's, it's, it causes the boys to be raised by women to be man babies. And it causes the women to not know what a real man looks like. So when a real man is telling you some shit like, look, my paper ain't right. Mm. I don't want to get with you right now. Mm. Just let me get my shit together. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And to the point where it's okay that we sleeping together, to the point where it's okay that she's paying for all the dates, to the point where it's okay that now he had his shit together. He's not fucking with her no more. Or he can't get it together. He ain't got it together yet. But she didn't. Let that happen because a man didn't show her qualities that said, hey, let that brother get himself together and treat you like the woman he wants to treat you like. Because if not, you'll be right here screaming out, broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. Mm. Niggas know that. Y'all didn't know that. Mm. <laughs> Y'all the one giving it up. You know what I'm saying? But your daddy got to teach you that. You know, who said that young Dolph, if you dead broke, it's your daddy fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a true yeah. saying. Yeah. Hey. Hey. 
Uh, <laughs> going to the why. Um, when you talk about success for ISOQ, what does that look like for you? Because this ain't just obviously want to get bread. Let's make money. Let's mm-hmm. make sales. But what does the success of the ISOQ, ISOQ movement look like? I'm building a brand. This is not like this is great, but this I'm building a brand. This is why I didn't do t-shirts. This is why I don't fixate on any particular thing. You know, I want my brand to have reach and influence and my message is, I think it's pretty relatable. I think it's pretty simple to understand. And that is the message of my brand. So right now we on, we fancy, we fancy, it's just Italian level. You know, we fancy, (laughs) you know, but we go, you know, my hope for the brand is that, you know, we're talking about a, a, a contemporary menswear line. Mm. You know, when you when I say that, I'm talking. You want you want on air critique? Uh, sh- no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, do you want on air? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't take it from me. I don't know nothing. I let them do it. <laughs> you know, my shoes don't come in a box. <laughs> you got those mids. Yes, they, oh, I should have brought the box. We got a custom okay. box. We got we got some really cool uh, stuff coming. They feel good. They feel comfortable. Man, give my man a real critique. You can edit it out later. Don't lie to him. I like honestly, I like these a lot better than these. These are something that I can actually see myself wearing. Yeah, like for real. I think these 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 are the colorways. Like these. Yeah, the color. This is a colorway thing. Cause I wouldn't know if I would wear this color, but if I had an outfit this color, I could see it. And I got an outfit for you, bro. Yeah, I, I got an outfit this color. Like nothing better to me than beating the breads, like the white, red, and black. Yeah, and you know the black ones. Of course, you gotta do black and gray. You know, black and red. You know, and then these. You know, everybody's responding to this colorway. It's a neutral color. It's a fall color. You know, I actually like these joints though. Yeah, like stormtrooper joints. I yeah, I had I. Pretty yeah. much had to do it, yeah. you know. But I, I will say, um, the, the only critique I couldn't give you is if I put them on, yeah, I mean, because um, who who I don't know who makes the red, black, and green shoes, the red, black, and green Air Maxes, those with the uh, African, uh, yeah, it's like the uh, RBG shoes, yeah, mm. yeah it's like T A G S T something. But those they look good, they're not comfortable. Right. Like yeah. I wore them. The whole day went, and that, and that's when I was like catching the bus mad crazy. Mm. Well, I wore them things Bro. all day. You know, <laughs> <laughs> got it. But like, so that's that's the only thing on that. And um, why am I not all black? Like, you know, how come like designers don't make all? I mean, like all all black, everything all black, so all black. Air Force ones. That's why. Like when we talk yeah. about sneakers, Air Force ones. Like you, our all black canvas doesn't give you the ability to create. Mm. And plus, when these people see all black ones, they think, you know, when you subconsciously, <laughs> when you see all black, you're like, oh boy. This nigga about to rock. <laughs> gotcha, you. Gotcha, know, gotcha. Um, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh shit. It's about to go down. You know, I, I know you asked me a question about where is this all going. The reason why I pointed out where I'm at now is because that's where I'm at now, but I'm hoping to be. A, a, a Ralph Lauren. I'm hoping to be a Tom Ford. When you know, so that you, as a man, of you know, a mature man, have a brand who who represents you so on that level. Let's talk about yeah, that. I like, I like so, that. what what are some brands now that people wear that rep like 
I wear, like Kanye wore polo, right? Mm-hmm. And he made that represent who he was. So a certain type of nigga was wearing polos when Kanye started wearing it. It was that you kind of fly, you different. You know what I'm saying? So let's name some clothing lines that got that type of culture connected to it. What you mean? So brands that are tied to culture, I mean. Yeah, that's tied to a personality. Let's tie to it like. This is like this now. Is, if you wear your bows, you a crackhead. <laughs> but back, it was, back but back then, that's what I was about to say. It changed, right? yeah. Because like, it used to be a point in time where, uh, and, and matter of fact, it's right when I met you. Only software developers and like tech people used to just wear loungewear, mm. right? That's how you knew. Oh, he must be a coder or a bum because. He's wearing sweatpants all I'm not going to get offended. Now, no, nah. because because I was hanging with Spinify, and that's how it was. Like, Troy used to wear sweatpants all the time, right? Go to gathering spot. Yeah, he was fat Troy then, too. When you go to the gathering spot, it's the same thing. It's like either people were wearing sweatpants dressed down or they were dressed up. That was like a couple years ago. Now, you can wear sweats casual right. and be, all, be fresh as a mug, all sweats, everything. You know what I'm saying? So... Fashion just it, it changes so quick. Like I I don't even know because hell we talk about it with these kids nowadays. They wear Nike shirts, Adidas pants, and Puma shoes. And yeah. when we did that, we ain't talking about that generation. Well, but what I'm saying it's part of fashion though. It's part of fashion. So I want to just call out one thing. Mm-hmm. You you know you guys have been talking about. You said your bowls. If you wear it now, that's the difference between having a clothing company and a brand. Brian. So when you talked about Kanye and Polo, that's not the same Polo that I'm from the Bronx. I spent a lot of time in Brooklyn. You you wore Polo as a differentiator from yourself and every other nigga that you know. And that in New York culture, I watched a two hour two hour documentary on Polo on Hillfigure brands. I can if I put this if I started with this on a shirt. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I couldn't sell you anything else. If I introduce you to my brand, I could sell you anything, and that will go. Not, I mean, forever is a you know a concept, but we still buying polo, we still buying Jordans. Jordans hasn't changed in fifty, no, forty years. Like I'm maybe off my math there, but we still buying that same silhouette mm-hmm. because that's a brand. That's not a shoe. That's a brand. Mm. We buy. I got a closet full of Jordans, mm-hmm. and I have. To, you know, I don't know if this is the time, but it's okay for black men to own sneaker companies. We made fun of Ball. Oh, his. Oh, uh, we we didn't make fun. Yeah, of no, him. yeah, we fuck we fuck uh, with Big Baller brand. John hates Ball. <laughs> Shout out, John. Cool Kai. It, it's really important that. Black men have sneaker companies. Well, 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 let's talk about that then. Like, because is it a price point thing too that makes? Because I'm always like, you know, where did Amiri come from, right? Mm-hmm. Where did Bottega come from, like mm-hmm. out of nowhere? But like, here he is, ISOQ. Yep. You know, but yeah, Amiri, I, I ain't know about Amiri until Joe started wearing it. Yeah, exactly. Clowning it exactly. So. Elder starts wearing ISOQ every episode, right? Mm-hmm. Then they go to the website. If they see that the hat is five hundred dollars, is that also the thing that makes? Listen, because I've this is a curse of fashion. There you go. If it's not a price point that people respect, it's somehow deemed invaluable. But also, this goes to who your audience is. 
uh, mature man, he can recognize quality in the, uh, in the, like separate from the price. Mm-hmm. Like you could touch these and feel like this ain't no. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. And you know, but when you, you know, when you young, you, I, that look fly that, you know, you looking across the street anyway, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really look at it that way, but, and again, I don't know how much I, I've just like, I'm not trying to change people's thing, but it's just an acknowledgement that value is what people respond to and modeling behavior, right? Mm-hmm. We were never on fashion shoes. Mm-hmm. We went from like Jays, you know, first of all, no one wore Jordans. I don't know if you guys, I don't know how many sneakerheads is in the room. No one wore Jordans. Like it wasn't until the sneakerheads started, I'm sorry, skateboarders mm-hmm. started picking up Jordans because they were cheap and they were easy to skate in the Jordan start turning around. Like the things that we cover today, they weren't always popular. Mm. You know what that remind me of? I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Mark, tell me if you remember this too. You, you remember that Diodorus, the yep. Diodora effect? Yep. When Diodorus first dropped, it was a similar thing because they were so cheap. Mm-hmm. Everybody went and grabbed them. So they were like everywhere and it became popular. But like now, I don't know if they, just, they didn't sustain themselves like Jordan. Like nobody really just really rocked Diodorus. But they're not as low on the totem pole as like some sketchers. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Crocs. Crocs just did it. Crocs, Crocs was Walmart shoes. Like, yeah. in, in the restaurant industry, chefs have been wearing them for years. Yeah. It was $20 shoes. Nurses. Nurses, mm-hmm. all of that. Now they're 50 plus because of it getting popular. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj custom, did a brand with, uh, deal with them. Yeah. And, I got custom croc, um, gibbets. You know, you put them in. Oh, what? Oh. Yeah, I got something. <laughs> hey. That's what that. My boy, he, he rocked the cross. My yeah, rocked the cross. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, my sport mode. <laughs> sport mode. <laughs> uh, so, what about when uh, brands come back? Mm-hmm. So, mm. Champs went away for a long time. So, you remember when Champs was here? Champion. Champion. Yeah, the woman. Champion. The, 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 okay. Yep. Mm. So, let, let me explain it because he's about to break it down. They actually never went anywhere. Right. This is about the popular mindset, right? Like you stop wearing, like you have to understand Champs is a 150 year old company. Champion is a 150 year old company. Yeah, but when I say come back, I'm talking about the relevancy. Like, I mean, that's what. But again, relevant to who? Because they were still big sellers in Walmart at the time. And once and, again, that's not just for the high fashion. Like niggas were shopping at Walmart for clothes. Now, what you're, what we're all experiencing right now is the, the, the revival. Of the brand, like, because you have high fashion brands doing collabs with mature brands. You know, that's the one. That, the, yeah. Mature brands. So, you know what? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be Jordan or do you want to be Shaq? Shaq. Jordan. Shaq. I mean, Jordan I, I, might yeah. be a bad example. Nigga, I want to I, I be Kanye. Hold on, you talking about shoes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing Shaq. Would you rather have a piece of Nike or all of Shaq? Man, a piece of Nike. I'm not gonna lie to you. And that and that one, that's I would have. Problem, I would, have, I would rather problem, have a piece. Of, nah, a piece of Nike and, and all of Shaq is a two different. Well, that's it's well, the same. That was the same thing. Own thing. Exactly. It, 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 it literally just asked you the same question. They're they're not, same. Not, it, that the was same. the same question. No, it's not. Shaq owns. Shaq owns all of his. Right, but it's worth more. A piece of Nike is worth more depending on how big. But that's all Jordan is. I love that we ended here. Like we ended up at this place. Worth more to who? Not to your kids, it ain't. Mm. And I and I got you on that, and, yeah. I, and I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Not to our community, it's yeah, not. yeah. You know, we. What you got? You got Jordans on. What you got on? 
Adidas. What you got on? Nike. I got my own, my own beater. Suck your toe. Okay, Dane. Suck your toe. Okay, Dane. Give us that Dane. Give, give your son your shoes. Can you give your son your shoes? <laughs> you know, and, and again, you know, at first, I just, at first it was an ego play. I ain't going to lie. I'm a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. Nothing tweaked me more than the idea of having my own shoe. What I didn't calculate is how important it is for someone like me to have, to real listen, I always tell people being in a sneaker game is like a, a through D. You start at, I'm just going to put my name on someone else's shoe. And that's mm-hmm. what I thought. I, I, you go on Alibaba, mm-hmm. you see mm-hmm. there's a live, a few other brands, and you literally just take your name and put it on somebody else's shoe. Brother, I promise you this is not that. Like, I was going to ask you that off mic. Yeah, yeah, no, we can get into it right here, <laughs> right now. Yeah, talk it. about the process. Uh, the pro- so, at first it was ego. All ego. I was like, you know, I'm a sneakerhead. Boy, it'd be crazy to just bust niggas' heads open with my own shit. Like, mm-hmm. and then I started doing the work. It took me over two years to go from concept. I had to I paid deposits for contracts with shoe manufacturers. First of all, those Chinese manufacturers, yeah, you could talk to them on Alibaba, but they don't fuck with you, bro. Like, they don't like they don't respect black people. I don't. I don't have to hold my points, right? Mm-hmm. They don't respect black people. Like you, if you get signed out of them and you get it the way it's supposed to be, you had to work for it. You know, they respect your money, but they like the intricacies of building any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it keeps me up at night? I mean, I was in the hospital. Not. I mean, we were like, I was in the hospital not too long ago. Like the stress and it, like just not taking, like not doing everything I'm supposed to do because mm-hmm. I'm always working. And it's always, it takes a lot to do. And what I'm saying is like it from Z, from D to A, A is Jordan, A is happy, like being part of something. Mm-hmm. I would rather be C or B with my own, holding my own hundred percent. I own it, you know, and even, you know, owning something is only worth, you know, what it is worth, right? You might have to sell a piece of it, get some inflation of cash, whatever, but this, this is what we do. I guess I I, I I guess I'm always trying to figure out like you know black people we do push the culture right mm-hmm. um and I've seen like now some are breaking through like we all, we've been shouting them out all time all episode but God is dope is breaking through right mm-hmm. uh the guy who made the Telfair bags mm-hmm. right it's a black dude Telfair bags Beyonce wears and you got to look at him beyond these bags okay. like he's breaking the, down oh yeah because when I was first of all these are leather. So yeah, when yeah, I saw yeah, the tough yeah. bags, I was like, this is some bullshit. That's not even leather. First of all, that's... And then I started to, like, pay attention mm-hmm. to who he was. And he's a badass designer who is taking advantage of a trend, and he is getting it. And and his intentionality around how he's making sure people can get the brand, he's changing the dynamics of how people buy clothes. Like, no, you can't, Gucci don't give a fuck if you can't get their bag. You ever go to Linux and you see the line outside of uh, uh, Louis Vuitton? Mm-hmm. They don't care if you don't get their bag. Mm-hmm. He's being intentional about, you know what? I'm going to make it so you can't have this bag. That's not a thing in fashion. But how how do we get to the, uh, I, I guess maybe I need to, maybe I should do some research after mm-hmm. this and figure out. Is there a story out there that says how he went from making the bag to yep. Beyonce wearing the bag yep. to now it sells out? Because um, that's when all it takes is, yep. you know, two chains. So anybody mm-hmm. put a pair of those on and now it's it's out. Yep. You know? And it's Threadication on YouTube. I hope I'm saying it right. Threadication. Threadication. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope I got it right. Um, it yeah. So they, they, he had like a 30 minute you know story on him. 
So, all right. Talk to that person that's out there. And now I'm in, cause we in that do it yourself bag right now. Mm -hmm. Where should somebody start? Is starting at a t-shirt wrong or like? No, it's not wrong. There's no wrong. And I, you know, another thing that I hate about this, this fashion industry, even tech too, the fucking gatekeeping, bro. Mm. Like, this is my story. This is how I do it. I ain't got no business telling you what not to do or how to do it. Right. And one thing, you know, you talked about culture. You know, I don't know if you know what's going on in, like, like hot fashion right now. Mm-hmm. There's so much fucking gatekeeping and dick riding. It's nauseating. I mean, we heard Kanye, one of the best, hottest rappers, richest people we know, and he's banging, knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all need to let me in. Let me get access to these fabrics, which... Probably came out of Africa anyways, but... Listen, man. It, the, so, answer your question. How do you get started? Listen, don't worry about all this. Understand your brand. Once you understand your brand, then you understand who your brand is for. Just as just media, okay? You know, this is, you know, you know. You know can, can you talk about... Because um, you, you are an engineer. You're a developer. Yes. How does tech play into all of this? Well, okay. I'm going to correct you. Most of the time, I just smile when people call me an engineer. Listen, I've been doing this for almost 30 years. I'm not technically an engineer anymore. I own a tech company. And it, I, I know you didn't mean anything by that. Listen, I own a tech company. Mm-hmm. I own Mobile App Hero. I own um, Hero Academy. I hire and train engineers. The difference is I work intentionally with us. And if there'll be another podcast if we go into all the drama that goes into that and the intentionality trying to get that going. So, but I think where you were going is about understanding your brand, your value proposition, and how to bring that forth. I think that's where you were going. Yeah, and just how is this brand tech enabled? When you start when you start talking about the first brand that we all really saw yep. that was tech inside was a Nipsey. What Nipsey had going on uh, with the marathon. So how does that, mm-hmm. what does that look like for you? First of all, the brother that was behind Nipsey, I can never remember his name. He African did, name. African um, name. I, I, he ain't no regular dude. He's a beast. Like what you saw him, like the couple of little things, like you saw the, the AR for the uh, marathon. He got a whole company. And he and, and a lot of people are very interested in what he's working on. And I wish that that story would be more prevalent. But it's my yes, we're tech enabled. We got an app. I did some things that I'm not quite ready to show, but I got some stuff that's that's really cool. You know, when I give you your thing, it will be for you, and it will respond to you. Mm-hmm. I like it. I definitely like it. Um, Idris uh, Sandu, that's his name. Yeah, I know not, not, Karen, not Karen Silvermark. Um, I wanted to finish this this thing you said. You <laughs> I didn't know. Think so you get your Silver, brand right. <laughs> and then you find your audience right mm-hmm. and then you you know you have every one of us has like a, a, a brand in us like you know you have a style like people see it and the thing is and I say this to my girlfriend all the time like people like I'll be out and people will walk up to her and they'll be like oh I love your glasses I love your look you know they're responding to her brand you know take that and move it forward now I want to this is the important thing I really want to say fashion is expensive I'm almost a hundred thousand dollars in, and nobody ever heard of me. Shit. And Damn! 
listen, this is the reason why people start with T-shirts, but this is also the reason why they stay with T-shirts mm. because they tell themselves, listen, <laughs> I sold a lot of apps to fund my brand. And it like I want to tell brothers who do and who want to do anything, there is something you know how to do that will pay for the thing you want to do. And in tech, we run around. Oh, I'm looking for investors. Like I, I get, you know, people pitch me all the time. Mm-hmm. They they pitch me all the time. Hey, I want to build an app. I want to build this. And you say, okay, well, this is going to be fifty thousand. It's going to be a hundred thousand. Oh, I got to go raise funds. Why? Your legs broken. Your arms broken. You know, I get very African all of a sudden. Like, what's, what's, why you can't get it? You know, and I, but the, I think that there is some real important message there. I, I wasn't in a position. I did not have any extra money. I, this is what I wanted to do. I had to do it for myself. And I took the one thing that I knew how to do well, which is make and sell apps. And I used that for the purposes of building my brand. And I'm saying that every one of you know how to do one thing that someone will pay you to do. Stop waiting for someone to save you. Stop waiting for someone to fund your project. Be your own investor. You should always be your first investor. We know. What's that? Um, he what's, just says me. Nah, we, def- we definitely know that. And, and the other thing, what you said, you, you showed me that meme. The meme that said uh, the pawn shop is the first investor. That's the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jerry's pawn, Piedmont app. Bro, Jerry got me, bro. He got you? 7D. My <laughs> boy Travis used to call it my, my saving grace. Because I would literally do do something. And I was like, man, I knew I guaranteed I would get a stack. Like, he just give me like a stack guaranteed. So, boom, I take him up. I take it up there. Do whatever I got to do. Get it back out. But that one time I took it up there, I ain't have nothing playing behind it. And normally you take it up there, normally you got dang, something coming. Dang. So once you make two payment, two minimum payments <laughs> on something, it's on the way out the door. It do. <laughs> once you make two minimum payments, it's on the way out the door. Yeah, they got my ass. Yeah. Got my ass. They got me too. Yeah. We've all been got. We've all been got. Damn. You know, I don't got got on a few things. I don't got pun title pun that got me before. <laughs> oh shit. Well, <laughs> In the end, I got they ass. Ah. You know? <laughs> dang, dang, dang. <laughs> oh, man. Keep that shit. Well, <laughs> uh, nah, man. So let's talk about, uh, accountability, man. So what does it look like if I'm an ISOQ man mm-hmm. and I'm trying to recruit, build, or hold accountable other ISOQ man? What, how do we need to start moving in that way? I think it starts from a place of, I, again, I'm going to use the word empathy. I, I hate that I'm using the same words over again. Empathy. But if your message makes sense. Yeah, empathy, right? Because I think a lot of times, like people ask me, what is, how, like, what makes a good teacher? And, you know, they think, oh, you must be a super good coder to be able to teach people how to code. The truth is, I'm a decent coder, but I remember when I was a shit coder. And I know how to sit there with you and help you work through yeah, your thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. What I apply that to the, the question, right? Like, if I can remember when I wasn't doing things the right way, I might be able to come up with some words of inspiration or just some something to give you to help you on your journey. So what about when when should we end empathy? Like when should we like when we got a we had an episode should black men exile Tory Lanes, right? We had that episode. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that situation. 
Uh, we got the whole R. Kelly thing that just went down. Um, when <laughs> should empathy end for us? And when do you just say, nah, bro, you can't wear my shoes? I think, <laughs> no, I think it's a good, I think it's a good question as black men, especially when the R. Kelly thing and, you know, Tory Lanez. I mean, I think more, let me say this. And a woman taught me this more than one thing can be true. R. Kelly music can be good and he can be a complete, utter, disgusting person. And I think for us, part of, and this is where I'm probably going to get in trouble, uh, be ready with the edit button. For black people, we just don't accept that more than one, like, you, you could be simultaneously the future, who I, like, you, you know, you mentioned Russell, I'm, I'm more future. But also, you heard everything I had to say, so you kind of know who I am too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and I like—I think you're right. Like, journey-wise, like he may—you may be Russell right now, or rather, the woman you with is bringing out Russell. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think, I think, Russell and Future lives in every man. Absolutely, whichever think, one you feed the most. And, and this is definitely <laughs> to the brand, right? Like, I think that there, in order to be the man that that the family needs, you really are a bunch of different personas. So, and it's funny because you saw the little ad I was trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to build some ads and and like some billboards and we're going to talk about the video shoot. Like, and the main theme that I'm working with is that there are multiple soldiers, multiple men in you and they come out when needed. You know, you're her protector when you need it. You're her financial advisor when you need it. You're her teacher when you need it. Like all these co-learners, yeah, co-learners. Mm-hmm. Uh, no teacher. That's the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's the episode. Yeah. Um. So I don't teach my woman. I co-learn with her. I think mm-hmm. that that concept is is a realistic and approachable concept. So we won't. What I'm worried about for and not just for my brand, but just for us in general is that we get in these moral positions, these moral hierarchies where, oh, because I don't do that, somehow that makes me better than you. And that's the last thing we need to be teaching Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So talk to the people, man. Um, How can they, when are we launching? How can they get with you like this? So we, so the website is up. If you go and you put your email in, we're going to send out some blasts. Um, social media is up. And I, I believe in storytelling. So I've been telling the story for a while, just kind of like showing the process. And so to, to answer your question, um, the, in 10 days, the pre-order for the, for the uh, black, red, and gray shoes right here will be live. You'll be able to order the shoes. Shields, right? Shields. The first shields will be out. Um, that's the, their branded shields and their different different models, but they're all you know ISOQ shields. Um, all this, all these products will be available um, and t- like ready to go. You know, we got we got the photos and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, in the next ten days, you guys, the whole site will be live and everything will be popping. You know, yeah. Uh, make an appeal to the brothers, man, the brothers and the sisters out there. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we say. We promote in our community that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. I would argue that this is something that if you had a real conversation with a man or a woman, this is what we want. Yeah. We want a world where brothers are protecting, serving, 
and uh, our queens. Mm-hmm. We want a world where our queens can accept that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, let's make it appeal because this is yeah. the spark of that. Listen, the 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 message behind the brand is one thing. But if you want quality clothes for your ass, <laughs> like, this, you know, I... I can't tell you the amount of effort it takes. It's easy to build something that's poor quality, you know? And also, like, you know how you said, hey, do you want some feedback? Like, I have no concerns because these are the first versions. And I got a version before that. We, we, you know, the iterations, like, and I'm not afraid. This is a product. It's going to get better. But if you want high, like, what I really struggle with is when I see us do things and it just be poor quality. And the reason why is like, well, this is what this is the best we can do. No, you can always have good quality at every level. All right. So, a high quality brand that has a great message behind it that is for us, you know, and by us, by us. Foo boo, you know, foo hoo. <laughs> nah, like, like, nah, man. Um, I appreciate it, bro. Like I said, I I, I appreciate the the vision and the execution, though. Like. I don't see in every product. So it's like when you know, I gotta tell this story. Just this is a small one. I hadn't talked to anyone about what I was working on. And I don't know if it was intentional or not. But then I just seen, you know, I knew Eldridge, but like we really, you know, we passed each other. Yeah. We in the gathering spot a couple of years ago, and I'm like, yo, this is my thing. Without missing a beat, brother grabs my jacket, throws it on, takes some pictures. It was almost like one motion, like posted out to all these people. We got 27 hits and six people asked, I remember, six people asked, how did they get it? You don't have to do that, bro. No. I remember. Dang, dang. I remember. Huh? I think so. I think so. Yeah, you said up here. This is like when he first this showed me the yeah, process. Yeah, 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 this is like, oh, yeah. I just had, I, all I had was a varsity jacket. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bad when Elsa was leading. Even though when nobody follows, <laughs> I'm a leader with no followers. Uh, but nah, man. So my plea to my people, man. We are. How much are the shoes? Shoes one forty nine. One forty nine. We're gonna buy a pair for a lucky viewer out there. We're gonna subscribe and get a pair. So we'll talk about how we. I'm gonna talk to you about getting them, but talk to them about how we're gonna give it away. So. For right now, leave a comment in the comments. You can uh, either DM or comment, and we definitely won't give it out loud. Nah, I'm going to make it a, a TikTok challenge. You got to show me a video mm. of serving your queen. Okay. Mm, and I'm going like to give you that. That's how I'm going to do so it. Yeah, we're going to do it like TikTok that. TikTok or real. We're going to do the whole package. So I'll, I'll show you guys. You guys don't know, but I'm going to show you. Oh, so shit. It's going to be crazy. All right. All right. Oh, all right. Package, baby. and gym challenge coming up. Yep. We're going to give it away to the listener, man. We're going to like that, man. So I will just say this, man, to my sisters. Uh, we love y'all. We ain't perfect. Yep. We ain't perfect. We're, we're growing. We're learning every day. Um, but empathy should definitely go both ways. You know what I'm saying? Give us that while we're in the process of converting over from. <laughs> I can't even be serious, <laughs> I couldn't even be serious. I ain't saying that. 
See, y'all don't get to see Keith and Mark on camera, but these niggas make faces. These nah, niggas are Keith, these niggas agree. These niggas disagree. These niggas say a lot of shit. I ain't say nothing. Like, I was know, wiping my eyes and my, you know, my glasses. But nah, but you know, it's, but this is the thing. This, this is what my point I want to say. Ultimately, black men, I really, in my heart, believe we love y'all. Oh, for sure. And I believe it's impossible not to. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But where we gotta grow as black men, yep. we gotta begin to give you all a love, not only that you feel, but a love that you can see. With that being said, we love y'all. We need y'all. Most importantly, turn me up. Can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Just LG Podcast. Let's go. Yeah.